about me there. What is that about you? What? Makes me feel well dressed. Whatever that is, that's what you is. Do-do-do-do-do-do. The same old clothes, shoes, and hats. The same old thing. Rearrange. Well, well, it's very plain to see just how it happened to be. I cut some collar on my stuff piece. I made my shoestring into a tie. I cut the corners off the edge of my coat so they couldn't fly. I got my coat from a silver lining. I got my cane from an old oak tree. And that is just the reason why the folks all nickname me just because my hair's curly and because my teeth is pearly and because I always wear a smile and shoots the breasts up in the latest style. Gee, I'm glad I'm living. <laughs> uh, that was uh, Cabin in the Sky. I love that freaking movie. I love that song. It's been on my freaking brain all day. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. My name is Jared Waters, uh, stand-up comic, uh, host of the podcast, One Man, One Tree in the Hill, host, half of the host of the podcast, uh, Which Way is Up. Uh, currently, we're in hiatus, hiatus, coming back with season two. Uh, welcome back. Happy post-Valentine's Day to the people. Happy post-Valentine's Day. Uh, like, again, this podcast is sponsored now. We are sponsored by Frontline Roofing and Restoration. Frontline Roofing and Restoration is a company in Ohio. Um, their services are they do free estimates and roof ins- inspections, and they do storm damage control inside Ohio. You have to type in the code O-M-O-T-A-H, that means one man, one tree, and a hill to get a free code if you want your free estimate and roofing inspection. And if you want to contact them, it is 513. Their number is 513-375-7050. If you want to email them, it's frontline.roof at gmail.com. And if you want to go to their website, it's www.frontlineroofingohio.com. That is our sponsorship you know what? I was thinking about that. You know who I really want to be sponsored by this podcast? I know this, if you don't know, this podcast is One Man, One Tree in a Hill. It's about being alone with your own thoughts, and that's what I'm doing right now. I'm alone with my own thoughts. Right now, it's Saturday, Saturday day, post-Valentine's Day, and I'm alone with my own thoughts. And when we're not alone with our own thoughts, we meet up interesting people, and we talk about their own thoughts, what they're alone with your own thoughts. Last episode, we had a stand-up comedian, Caleb Elliott, which was very great, uh, also known as Corbin Blue, also known as the Light Skin Sensation, which was a great podcast. A lot of people have been hitting me up about him. Uh, he's single as a $2 bill, so follow him on his Instagram and shoot your shot if you want to. Um, and the other thing is when we're not meeting other people or doing these, these weekly reviews of just my week, we review One Tree Hill episodes. Uh, currently, I've been... Uh, I'm going to come back to that. First, I want to talk about who I really want to be sponsored by. This podcast needs to be sponsored by Levi's Stretch Pants. Let me tell you something. Levi's Stretch Pants are the best pants that I've ever felt in my life. To all my men out there that got big thighs from uh, playing D2 football or playing Ironman football in high school, Levi's Stretch Pants is for you. They're kind of pricey. Uh, if I was shoot a commercial, it would be like this. Levi's Stretch. You got big thighs? Levi's Stretch it is. Okay, let me try something else. Hey, what's wrong? Hard day at work? Yeah, rip my pants. Well, you need Levi's Stretch. The pants for a man. Actually, they're not just for men. They're for women, too. 
<laughs> I was at a show. I was talking to this comic named Dwayne. I said, like, hey, man, I need these Levi's Stretch. He goes, you wear Levi's Stretch? Me too, man. Big thigh gang. I was like, all right. Levi's Stretch. Is it in you? All right, that was more like Gatorade. But yeah, Levi's Stretch pants. Oh, so where were we? Yeah, Levi's Stretch. Yes, I love Levi's Stretch, folks. Levi's Stretch is who we want this podcast sponsored by. So if, any, uh, if anybody got any connections to Levi's Stretch, I know the man that made it Levi's or created Levi's Stretch, please give him my number. Uh, I'm not going to drop my number on this podcast. I uh, will not do that at all. So, uh, yeah, uh, that was it. Shout out to Levi's Stretch. Uh, happy uh, Valentine's Day, post-Valentine's Day to everyone that celebrated Valentine's Day. Uh, mine was good. Before I Before I say that, it was dope seeing... I live in New York City, seeing all these dads walking around giving their daughters these big bouquet of flowers. I felt like that was amazing for your daughter's first real gift happening on Valentine's Day, happening from her dad. So that was amazing. You see these like little girls, these giant bouquets of flowers. I don't have any kids right now. I don't have any kids at all on the planet. However, when I do start having a child, I will make sure I do that. I'll probably have like five boys, two girls. That's the way. That's the way how my family operates. My brother is actually having a daughter soon. Uh, I don't know my daughter's name. He ain't gave me her name yet. And I'm one of his closest relatives, so uh, you know, I guess I gotta wait. I guess I'll wait till the child is born till we find out her name. But I know he'll do the same thing. So that was a wonderful thing seeing all these dads giving their daughter bouquets of flowers and letting them know, hey, this day's about you, and making them feel special. Um. Me and my lady, uh, uh, we gave each other's gifts. I got me a nice, nice gold bracelet, and we exchanged jewelry to each other. Uh, usually, we go on trips for Valentine's Day. We've been together seven years, so our Valentine's days have been like boom, boom, boom. Last time we went to Cuba, then we went to Mexico. I think her least Valentine's Day gift was when we went to a WWE wrestling match. I had a good time. Uh, she let me know she was definitely there just for me. But uh, that was the time where I like uh, gave her a ring just to make sure like I had a ring size down. So I was planning. I think it was 2014. I got engaged 2019. So yeah, I was just you know scalping the land, see what now you know. Sometimes you gotta sacrifice Valentine's Day for the bigger day. So right now we're pre- preparing for the wedding. <clears throat> uh, so shout out, <laughs> shout out to the people who RSVP'd, and to the people who didn't RSVP. Uh, we are very disappointed in you because. Uh, we need a count, a head count for this wedding. So do what you got to do. <clears throat> so that was good. Then after that, uh, the comedy show. Did a comedy show at the Five Spot. That is in Brooklyn, New York. Uh, very good. It's packed dope show because uh, it's Valentine's. So a lot of people wanted to go out for Valentine's Day. Uh, my boy Ibrahim Khalif, <laughs> he closed out the show. And we just, there's a table isolated with us, like four women together alone. And they said something to him on stage, and you just see him turn his side. And I was like, watch him say something. He goes, that's why y'all alone for Valentine's Day. And the crowd erupted. So that was <clears throat> that was good. And then we went back down to the village, village, and we all just chopped it up there. Freddie was hosting a show, Freddie Sheffield. And he's he's doing crowd work in the beginning, and which made me bring up a topic because he's doing crowd work. <laughs> he's doing crowd work, and then... He talks to this guy in the crowd, and he's talking to this girl. He goes, how long y'all been together? And she goes, we ain't together. And he goes, that's what you say. Let me talk to old boy. And he goes, how long you been trying to get her? And he goes, too long. And then the crowd erupted. And then I was like, yeah, shout out to the dudes in the friend zone, man. Shout out to the friend zone, which is a real place that people go to. Uh, I did a lesson about the friend zone to my students 
on Friday about how to get out of the friend zone. And I think we understand. I don't think I've ever been friend zoned in my life. Uh, I had someone attempt to friend zone me, but I dodged it out the way. We're buddies, right? I said, nah, 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 nah. You ain't got no lollipop for me. You ain't. You never played no Madden at two o'clock in the morning with me. We ain't buddies. We ain't friends. Don't try. Don't do. Don't 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 do that now. Uh, but shout out to the people in the friend zone. <laughs> it's a it's a real place, which made me think about. Uh, I watched a movie. This week, Toy Story Four. Freak man. Whoa, Toy Story Four, which is a great Valentine's movie, ladies. Shout out to my dog Woody Woodrow Wilson. Wait, I'm. I'm they made Woodrow Wilson. Oh, Woodrow is uh, from Sanford. It's on a character on Sanford. But Woody, if we don't know Woody, I remember Toy Story growing up, man. I freaking, that was the first ever Pixar movie in the world, man. Woody, Andy. Then Toy Story, Woody was jealous of uh, Buzz Lightyear. He had to learn how to be his friend. Shout out to my man Sid. Sid was out here trying to kill toys and break them. Toy Story reminds me of my... Uh, how upset I was with my brother. I remember when we left for Tokyo. I lived in Tokyo before. I'll, I'll dig deeper in my life. I lived in Tokyo for three years. Uh, um, a place called Yokota Air Force Base. I lived there. But before I lived there, I was in North Carolina living. And I had all these toys. All these like action figures. I was maybe 13, 14 when I left. I don't know. I, gotta, I don't know. I remember my brother told me, you don't need to bring no toys to Japan. You got to grow up. And he told me to give my toys to my older cousin. I'm like, what? If I'm too old for toys, why is I? Why am I giving him all my action figures? I gave it to him, and he was like, "Thanks, man. Appreciate it, man." <laughs> and now I don't even know where those toys are. I don't. I feel bad being 31 asking, "Hey, remember those action figures I gave you? You still got them?" He probably threw them away because he was older than me. So I don't know why I gave them to him. But yeah, that's what I remember. I remember Toy Story. That was Toy Story one. Toy Story two was uh, that's when we met uh. No, we didn't. Toy Story Two, Toy Story Two is is when we meet Jesse and the old prospector. That old prospector was mean. I don't forgot what his name was. He cut my man Woody's. Uh, he cut his arm, and yeah, that's what happened. Toy Story Two. Woody, if you don't know, Woody was uh, he got broke. He didn't get broke. Yeah, Woody, Woody messed up his arm, and somehow Woody fell into a box, and this old creepy dude. Tried to buy Woody as a collector item, and they had to go find Woody. Then the prospector, <laughs> he slammed him there. Then Toy Story 2, Toy Story 3 is when Andy grew up. And I guess he, I don't know how, but they got into a, they got into a, they didn't get into a shelter. They got into some, uh, I don't know, I think it was a kindergarten. It's been a long time since I watched it. But I know there was a big purple bear, and he, <laughs> a big purple bear, and he was effing up these toys. They couldn't go nowhere. And then Toy Story 4, I just watched it dang near yesterday. I didn't even know. But shout out to Disney Plus. Shout out to my sister with that Disney Plus password. We family, so it's all the same gang. So uh, I watched it on Disney Plus. I never seen it, which is a great Valentine's movie. It turns out, like, Woody, I never knew that little Bo Peep, or Bo Peep, Bo Poop, whatever the girl's name is with the, with the, with the sheep. I didn't know she was in Toy Story 3. So she wasn't in it. And uh, they talked about, they showed how she was traded. Well, how, her, how Andy's sister wanted to get rid of her, and Woody was pretty much alone. I never realized that. Woody was, you know, his old girl just left, and he never had a chance to, like, say, like, this is what it is. You know, I know we're a toy, even though we plastic, but I, I want to be spend the rest of my life with you. He never had that chance. He had a chance to jump in, and Woody actually was about to jump in. Woody was about to, to like, risk it all. I was like, look, I'll jump in this box. 
Then he looked back at Andy and was like, no, nah, I can't do it. So then, flash forward to, I guess, five years, five years earlier, five years earlier, and uh, five years later, and Woody, again, Woody's, uh, he gave the, oh, what, Woody, yeah, okay, 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 I remember. Now, I remember, okay, so, yeah, I was wondering, okay, so, <laughs> they start the movie off, I know this is not a movie review, but this is just movie has been on my heart, it's like a good Valentine's movie. So Bo Peep, that is her name. Bo Peep, uh, they're all just trying to save, trying to save the remote con- remote control car, and the Slink. That's my favorite character because I love his voice. Hey Woody, <laughs> I shouldn't be like, Hey Woody, Hey Woody, welcome back, Woody. <laughs> That'll be a good character. Be like, my name's my name's uh, my name's Slink, and I've been saving toys thirty years. Hey, what's up, Woody? Woody Buzz. <laughs> I like Slink because he's always excited about everything. Woody, Buzz! Oh, Woody, I saw what you did to Buzz. Hey, Woody, Buzz! My lady, my lady. She hates when I do that voice. So, yeah. So, Andy pretty much, Flash Story, Toy Story 3, he gave his toys to Bonnie. Bonnie's having the toys now. So, pretty much, Bonnie don't want to play with Woody. So, Woody's inside the closet. He's up in the closet. Up in the closet. So, uh, uh, Woody's in the closet not getting played with. And Woody's like the leader. And he's like, looking like, man, I... I raised, I raised a twenty-year-old man, and now I'm just in the closet, not getting played with all these other broken toys. Woody, pretty much sneaks into her book bag. Cause he's like, "Look, I've been around kindergarten. I know she needs help." So Woody goes to her kindergarten class, and she makes this wooden fork named Forky, which I felt was very funny because he kept trying to jump into the trash can the whole movie. So long story short, read the watch the movie yourself if you want to. All I found it ironic for Valentine's Day is that Woody saves this other toy. Fork with plastic fork that wanted to be in the trash, and then the chance he looks back at his boys and he looks at Bo Peep, and he has a choice. You know, Woody's been working as a as a as a child care provider for dang near twenty five years, twenty thirty years, twenty years, twenty two years. He left his job, and he said, "You know what? I'm not gonna make this mistake twice." And he left with Bo Peep, and now they're together. So hopefully, Toy Story Five, Woody's a lost toy now. So shout out to my man Woodrow Wilson, Woody. And uh, that was a great Valentine's Day movie. I just watched it maybe a couple hours ago. Uh, so yeah, other news, other news. Uh, Brian Yang dropped out of the presidency. Uh, if you don't know Yang Gang, everyone wants that Yang Gang to win. A lot of great ideas. Wanted to give people thousand dollars a month. Ah, uh, you know he didn't make it. I don't know who's going to beat uh, the President Trump. I personally believe Donald Trump's going to win again. I don't know who can beat him. I think Bernie Sanders has the best choice because Bernie Sanders has the people but I feel like the Democratic Party is not together and I want to put that out there I'm not a Trump supporter at all just a man on you know I'm just a nobody trying to tell somebody about a man who can save anybody one man on a tree on a hill one man with a tree on a hill I don't know who's going to beat I don't know who's going to beat Donald Trump I think he might win again personally I personally believe he's going to win again Democratic people really aren't really united and no one's together on something because all the older people like Joe Biden the younger people like Bernie Sanders and I feel like if the younger people don't get Bernie they're not going to vote and if the older people don't get don't get Bernie they don't get Joe Biden they might not vote and the only party that's united is the Republican party and the only good thing about only not good thing the only thing about Trump supporters nobody knows what they look like 
There's a lot of them. They only know the extremists. They don't know the ones that go to the booth and vote. We call them bird box voters. They never see nobody. We don't see them. We don't know what's going on. But uh, I think he might win that again. Oh, I found out. This is what I found interesting. It's going to be a short episode, you know, because if you don't know, this is my week off of work. So I'm going to be recording a lot of stuff. Uh, In New York City, they celebrate the President's President's Week. Oh, that's why I thought about it. February 17th is President's Day. But in New York, I have a whole week off. So I'll be just lifting weights, you know, planning the wedding, doing, you know, regular people stuff. But the reason why I said that, because it's President's Week. That's why I brought that up. Brian Yang drops out of presidency. And Honey, I Shrunk the Kids is back. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids is coming back on Disney+. Plus. If you don't know Honey, Shrunk Got Kids, I watched that show growing up. It was very funny. I liked that show. Uh, the main character is Frederick Allen, Rick Morinus. I didn't know this about him, but his wife, his wife died, and he just left the business. His wife was Ann Becky. She died in 1991. Then after that, he's Canadian dude. He just stopped. He stopped. Stopped. He stopped. Uh, he stopped being a an actor and became a full time single father. His wife died of cancer, uh, February 1991. I was like, what? Two years old then? Yeah. So I was warned. I was like, man, I noticed that all his movies stopped. Uh, stopped in 1991. He would only do like voiceover work. He wouldn't do like, he wouldn't be out there. Did voiceover work. Uh, he did Little Giants, but he kind of like was like missing for a while. So he came in 1997. Honey, I shrunk ourselves. But yeah, he's been out of the business for a while. He's, he's a full-time father. He's probably been, been out of the business, but it's just confirmed they're doing a reboot of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. So it's interesting to see what Disney Plus is doing. You know, Disney Plus is really basing their their platform on just old movies. Just read the King of the Ring makes. Netflix is making original contact. Disney Plus is doing that. And then Disney Plus is <laughs> remaking Mighty Ducks. They got Emilio Estevez back on the ice. Uh, uh, I think they should add Jesse's Juicy, Juicy Smollett to the show. I think they should add Juicy Smollett. That'll be a good, that'll be a good addition to the ice. They could bring the kids. It'll be good to have Jesse Smollett will come there and tell the kids that he used to be a great actor, and he—that'll be a good thing because the first Mighty Ducks was the first Mighty Ducks was the main character. He had a drinking problem, and he was drinking and driving. They say, "Well, why don't you rehabilitate yourself by being a mentor to kids?" Which is not a good idea. <laughs> the reason why I'm thinking about Mighty Ducks is me and my today, yesterday, me and my uh, my teacher assistant were talking about Mighty Ducks all the time. Uh, tag team back again. Get it up, da 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 da. Whoop! There it is. Hit me. How Mighty Ducks too? They went to Compton to find black hockey players, and you know I've never been to Compton. I gotta ask Jamar neighbors what's it like to go to Compton. But I didn't know that black dudes was out there uh, in ice hockey, playing street hockey. They went to Compton, and <laughs> the kids from Compton were beating all the USA kids up. And I was like, yeah. I imagine what that what that movie was like. We need to go to Compton and get somebody street off the street to be on the team. Let's get Keenan Thompson. Yeah, that'll be it. Snuckle puck time. And then uh, Mighty Ducks three bombed really bad when they went to high school. They were getting beat up in high school. So I hope that I hope, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a root for it. It's the last thing that I saw that I want to talk about was the Rock's daughter. The Rock's daughter. Yeah, the Rock's daughter, Simone Johnson. Uh, she's going to be the first ever fourth generation wrestler. She got signed to the WWE, and I, I that's dope. Knowing that your child is doing, you know, she grew up in the business. I'm going to play a clip of what The Rock 
This is from this blogger named Zilla. I really like Zilla's interviews. He's very informative about asking The Rock what he thought about his daughter being a wrestler. A lot of this movie is family. You have Roman in here. I see you as a dad, and you have a daughter in this movie. Uh, I know your daughter is at the WWE Performance Center, too. It was a yes, big buzz. You were down there. Yes. How do you feel about her going into the business, man? Like, Man, I love that you're connected that way, number yeah. one, that you know. And I love that she wants to get in the business because I love the business of pro wrestling. I grew up in it, and she grew up in it, too. Um, I was talking to her two days ago and we were just talking about her progress and of course which i love she's so ambitious she just wants to be better and she was saying you know dad it's like gotta you know i'm looking at these girls and they're just so much faster and their timing is quicker i said they're adults and you were the youngest one you started at 16 oh. and she's 17 now so she's been training for just under a year i said you gotta be patient it's gonna come it's gonna come you're gonna make mistakes don't worry about your timing right now. You just got to go full speed and come from here. So, dude, I, I, I couldn't be... I mean, I, I would never have guessed that yeah. I would have a daughter at 29 and years later she's going to want to get in the same business of rock bottoms and suplexes and things like that. It's so that, cool. That hits the heart in a special place, yes, man. Yes, And this movie does the same. It's a lot of heart. I love it. Thank you for taking the time to check. I was dope, man. The rock being excited. And this, and this, this was like... Two years prior, oh no, it was like a year, a year before she officially signed uh, that The Rock was excited about his daughter joining the business. That's dope, man. That's freaking dope. I sometimes it's weird because, you know, with these with these athletes and celebrities, I grew up with The Rock, man. I'm a big wrestling fan, man. Like I said, like I, I bombed my Valentine's Day four years ago going to a WWE match. I was big. I remember getting in trouble in school, getting spankings. <laughs> getting spankings because my dad told me to go to bed, but I'm like, hey, wrestling started at 9 o'clock, Pop. We ain't going to bed. Watching The Rock. I remember uh, I lived when we lived in Tokyo. Uh, I remember this in Japan. My boy, uh, Shamar How. I'm going to talk about my boy, Shamar How. Me, Shamar, uh, Joe Saffold, my brother, and I think it was John Carradine. We went to this Japanese theme park, and inside this theme park, we're doing, I don't know what we were doing there, but they had a real... WCW, WWF wrestling ring there. And it was in Japanese that said, don't jump on it. But we we didn't read Japanese at the time. And we all get in there and we put on this real, <laughs> we put on a battle royal match. We're flipping off the turnbuckles and all these, all the people like regular local Japanese people are like, what are all these black kids just jumping wrestling? So all these people start coming, start cheering. We're like chanting and stuff, hitting each other with chairs. And then like the police come and throw us out. And it's like, you can't jump on the trampoline. But wrestling is so much a part of like my life personally, man. I remember, <laughs> I remember I got suspended. I got ISS in school because uh, I tried to make the class laugh. I did make the class laugh because uh, the teacher goes, the teacher goes, if you say that again to me, I'm going to send you to ISS. I think I was in middle school, and she goes, Jared, do you know where your homework is? I was like, it doesn't matter where my homework is. And she was like, if you tell me it doesn't matter again, it's going to be a problem. And then I asked her, I was like, um, do you know where the bathroom pass is? She goes, yeah, I think the bathroom. Like, it doesn't matter where the bathroom pass is. Know you're rolling. Shut your mouth. And as soon as I said that, yep, okay, to the office, folks, to the office. But, yeah, shout out to The Rock, man. Shout out to The Rock and his daughter, Sissy. It's been, a, it's been a light week, light week. Not that much on the hill happening today, but you know what? F it. I'm alone. This is what I do. Uh, this Wednesday, we're dropping our new podcast. We've got another special guest and we're reviewing uh, One Tree Hill episode, 
episode, what is it, episode three? We're still talking about Nathan or whatever. But uh, my name is Jared Waters. This is One Man, One Tree Hill. Grow with me. If the episode was good, bad, let me know. Like, subscribe, review. Uh, ATL, Joe.